This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Don't want to be a player. I'm not a player. I'm crushing a That's Miller. It's Miller time. Miller time. <laughs> I see you. I see you. So uh, let me tell you, uh, I'm uh, held up in actually the shitter right now. <laughs> no lie. No lie. I'm in a hotel room in the shitter. So if you hear the echo, I'm in the shitter. I got towels up. I'm trying to like <laughs> manage. Soundproof it. Yeah, soundproof the bitch. <laughs> I got my Christmas held up. Yeah, held up. Got the Christmas sale with me, so fuck it. <laughs> so what you doing? Just making a bar trip run or what? No, you all got business there. Yeah, I'm with the uh, the wife and the my mother in law. It's her birthday, so we came up to the AK Ron, and uh, we went out and had dinner at the uh, Japanese steakhouse, and we're back here now, ah. drinking, you know. Yeah. yeah. What um, what's what was the Japanese? We have a Japanese steakhouse too. That's like a big chain. It's like Kobe's or something. Yeah. Nah. But I guess you can't you can't call it Kobe's in Ohio, right? We have a. It's got it, it's got to be like LeBron's. LeBron's right. right. Something. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I'm a Laker fan. I'm with Paul. I'm like with. I'm I'm, I'm with Paul now. You know, we like Kobe fans. But I feel you know we have a Kobe Steakhouse in Columbus, but no, I I, don't, I think this was called Wasabi or something like that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. And it was good. It was pretty good, entertaining. Good. You know, we actually snacking on the lobster now. Ah. Uh, yeah. Got some. T- got some boxes to take. Got on. some boxes. More boxes. More boxes. More boxes. Yeah. And I got that. Uh, the uh, Christmas ale, you know, your favorite with the ginger, the ginger, the Great Lakes. Yeah. I'm going to turn on the light now, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I got to keep it off because the fans on, you know. Yeah. But I'm in the dark. It- so not only are you in the Gillug, but you're uh, but you're also in the dark, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Man. Yeah, man. That's all right because, you know. While you podcasting, you know some people, you know, take pisses and shit on the podcast <laughs> without pausing it or nothing, or putting it on mute. Who was taking? Just it? don't take the Browns to the Super right. Bowl because then, then you um, smoking yourself out there. Amen. Because you can't turn it on without the exhaust on. Hey, the Browns is always in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I say it now, and I'm an Ohio guy. Me and me and Jim, we Ohio guys. 
take the Browns to the Super Bowl every year. The dog pound and the dog pound is faithful though. You know, the dog pound is yeah. faithful. We'll take the Browns to the Super Bowl every year. That's that's like okay. So I'll be honest. If if we're recording here, I am a Detroit Lions fan here. Huh? Detroit Lions, and my team sucks every year. So our Super Bowl is draft day. We're gonna take a mm-hmm. we're gonna take a wide receiver every year who sucks, except for right. Calvin Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's sweet, and then he's gonna retire early like Jim Brown, Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay because you know I'm a Chiefs fan, so every year is there's always next year, right? You know that's our thing. So, so what the fuck's up with Alex Smith though? I don't know. I don't know about that dude. He's like a, it's, a game manager, right? <laughs> I don't know. If that man, you, he can't he can't throw a twenty yard pass to save his soul. But like he's. And he should be. But he's like Urban Meyer's boy, right? Like, so, you know, Urban yeah. Meyer's Ohio State's coach. That's his boy up at Utah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. They should be killing it downfield, you know, with Kelsey and Jeremy Macklin. And nope. Man. He can't throw more than eight yards. Man, that's what you got to talk to Paul about. You know, don't take uh, Kelsey as your uh, number two tight end in the league. You better <laughs> roll with, yeah. with Gronkowski and, and just hope yeah. he plays six games, eight games a season, get you about ten touchdowns. Fuck that. Yeah. 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 Unless he does unsportsmanlike conduct and gives you a negative 10 points or whatever the hell he did that one game. Asshole. I was like, damn, dude. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we we in the same boat. Nah, you a Kansas City Chiefs fan. You're doing a lot better than, than us uh, Detroit Lions. Yeah, our, our good season is 500. Nah, y'all better than that. What happened with the with, with the old dude that you know sat Jamal Charles? Nah, the dude that killed his girlfriend, like and shot himself. Who's the wasn't he a Kansas City Chief? The dude, the dude that uh, went up there and I think he oh, killed yeah. his wife or whatever, yeah. and then came up there. Yeah, and shot yeah. Up his, that's sad, man. That's sad. Yeah, that's crazy stuff. It's that CTE, man, that concussion protocol. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's hard on sports all around because, like, uh, what we lost a CM Cardinals fan, too. So, you know, um, what's his name died in the offseason in uh, Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then um, what's his name died last year? At the beginning of the Marlins pitcher. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. So it's like the last last two last two off seasons, somebody you know big died like that. That's crazy, man. That's stupid crazy. I forgot you mm-hmm. you are you're like a huge, huge Cardinal fan. Yeah, I'm a huge Cardinal fan. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Like, you know, people think seem to think uh, only like basketball players and football players do crazy stuff in the off season. Yeah, and it's everybody. You know, you if you're that young, you 22 to 25, 27 with that much money. Yeah, you get stupid money, and then you go home to like Puerto Rico, where um, they don't have uh, speed limits. You know what I'm saying? 
you got you got a motherfucking hundred thousand dollar Ferrari and you're driving it, one hundred twenty mile an hour. And fine women, fine. Yeah. With a PH, not a F, a PH, fine, <laughs> yeah, fine. <right. laughs> but it's just so you, that's just more age, and it's, it's not even where you come from. It's just your age. Imagine, imagine if I gave you twenty five million dollars guaranteed at twenty five. We be we both would have been in the grave next to each other. Yep, exactly. Or I would have been in jail. That's like a grave in itself, right? You just living <laughs> yeah. in it, right? Either, it, yep, either or right. I'd be stuck in the bathroom. Right. With you. <laughs> like, why did you drop the sofa again? Damn. <laughs> why we always gotta go through this, man? Every week. <laughs> Every week, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. Because cause I know what I did without that money. Right. Being dumb. And Just... I'm lucky to be, I'm I'm lucky to be alive now. Yeah. Nonetheless, if you gave me that kind of money. Ignorant. We'd have been ignorant. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you, you give us our popper, our, what's that, popper chains or whatever, or yeah. uh, Robin Hood money. We mm-hmm. went to the bar. I remember, shit, when I got out of college, me and my buddy, we lived together for, we had a townhome, a two-story, what was it? Two bedroom, two and a half bath. We were paying six hundred dollars a month, like everything, and we would go crazy. He was making like sixty thousand out of school, and I was getting paid every week. And we would go to ladies' night at the big mall in Columbus, and we would just go crazy, crazy. Yeah. That's like uh, when I was going to school, mm-hmm. I was also working for a local ISP mm-hmm. internet company. Well, they also, so I lived upstairs in the apartment of the business, and they owned the bar across the street. Oh, shit. Really? So, yeah. So, instead of me getting bonuses for, like, climbing towers and putting, you know, the internet back on and stuff like mm-hmm. that when storm yeah, came, yeah, yeah. I just had open tab across the street. Oh, you serious? Yeah, so I was freshly divorced. Shit. <laughs> I stumbled across the street. Sometimes I don't even remember how I got I woke up in my bed. <laughs> All I know is like when I walked in that bar every night, it was like I was a rock star or something. He was like better. I was like, what the you hell? Better than Norm. The hell that you do? better than Norm, yeah, right? What, well, yeah, I was like, what the hell did I do last night to get a standard right, right. Shit. They're like, you didn't see it? We got it on, we got it on film. <laughs> yeah. They probably did, too, because they had cameras and stuff, you know? Well, damn. Damn. Hey, man, we, we got to edit this. We got to edit this before we put this out, man. You gotta... I'll edit it. They got to... <laughs> All this CIA stuff and the yeah. Russian leaks and stuff, they're going to come down on <laughs> they gonna come after our ass. poor podcasting ass. Motherfuckers in the, <laughs> take down the nerdy <laughs> Take down the nerdy legs. We in the damn bathroom held up <laughs> with towels up. You talking about secret rendezvous at the bar across the street. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you did. <laughs> I don't. Hey, that's cool. That's a good thing, man. Like Facebook was just a thing then, so yeah. Oh, Facebook's the devil, dog. You can't do that. You, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
I woke wake up and like have like twelve notifications on my phone and I like people take a picture. Oh, and shit. And like, oh, 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 oh. Untagged. Oh, yeah. mm, Facebook's the devil, dog. Facebook's the devil. Yeah. Just telling yourself. Telling yourself. Well, see, I kind of had the same story, too. Like, uh, I lived in uh, Athens, Ohio, where Ohio University is. I was Mm -hmm. a drug rep for, I was actually like the old guy in the club. I was probably 25 to 27, maybe 28. And, man, I was making great money. Like, for any, not like Chicago, New York money, but I was making good money. And... In Athens, man, we walk into the bar, and I remember one time I had ordered 30 Crown Royal on the Rocks, 30 Miller Lite bottles, twice, twice. Wow. And my bill was 60 bucks. Oh, man. No lie. But, you know, the, the, the rule was, you know, at, in this college town like OU, it's you pay the bartenders, like you know, they they charge you right, yeah. sixty bucks. You you better damn well tip them sixty bucks, cause that's their rent money, right? Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> hell yeah, tip them sixty, seventy yeah. bucks, cause hell, how much does damn thirty crown royal on the rocks cost? Oh, um, right, exactly, exactly. Probably my holy grail comic book. Nah, it's <laughs> not that. You see what <laughs> you see what Justin had his damn. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man. I texted him, too. Did you? I told him to get his ass on here and record, but he ain't texting me back. Man, you know, he combing his beard right now. Yeah. <laughs> he combing his beard. He combing his beard, trying to get we record uh, tomorrow night, I think. So, yeah, you know, right. we got to get our, our nerd hats on and try to answer some questions and shit. Man, y'all do, doing good on there. You think so? For real. Yeah, for real. That's why, like, it's not just a straight and narrow, hey, this is what we need. Hey, you know, it's all about your all's personalities coming through and just, you know, it's like you all jail already and you guys are only on the second episode. What? That's what makes it fun. Really? Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's, that was, that's good. That's good to know because that's what we're kind of, we're trying to fill each other out and we're all very different. You know, yeah. Like right. Jim was drinking this damn what this <laughs> the rough rough the one. He was fucked yeah. up. <laughs> he yeah. brought out his axe. I wish I wish we could have video because he, he's sitting there talking. And you see this little axe creeping. <laughs> You're like, Jim, what the hell are you doing? He's like, oh man, my mother-in-law was in town. My mom was in town. And he's bringing out different books. I'm like, Jim. I love you, man. I love you, but damn. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So you all record with the with the video on then? Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. We we just out there trying to. We don't know what the hell we're doing. To be honest with you, we just out there <laughs> talking crap, and you know, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about because I'm asking Justin and Jim all the time, like, uh, how much well, does see, that book cost? That's why. Well, see, you guys have got the like dynamic down though. It's kind of like when um, Aaron and I started, and Paul, if Paul gets credit for it, because he starts two podcasts and quits. Right, right. Like, I was the middle DC guy, like, where I read some of the old stuff, but, and then Aaron, like, has always read DC, and Paul never 
over at DC. Okay, yeah. So so it's so your guys' dynamics kind of like that, where you're the rookie, you know, and Jim's like the amateur, and then you know you got Justin who's like the vet. Right, you know? right. I don't even say that, you know. I I get where you coming from, um, but Jim, you, know, you can't call Jim no no amateur. No, no. you're right. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a beast. No, he's just beast. Yeah. I mean, but compared to Justin, I mean, Justin is just out there. He he's just he he's a monster. He's he's the big boy in the room. He's a pros pro. I think Jim's a yeah, Jim's right. a pro, and Justin is a pros pro pro pro. Period. Yeah, and I'm just there. I don't know. I, I don't know why they asked me to be on that mind, <laughs> but I'm just there <laughs> trying to stir the conversation a little bit. <laughs> Well, I know you guys are like the number three most downloaded podcast in the last couple of weeks. Are you serious? So, yeah. Nah, that's because we knew. That's because we knew. We'll, we'll get it, though. We'll get it. We've we got some good stuff for the people, though. You know, we uh, I won't I won't uh, spoil it in case we, we post no. this, but we got some good stuff. I think we got some good stuff yeah. that people want to hear because it's stuff uh, that I wanted to hear. Right, yeah. It's like the Wu Tang album, right? Like the Wu Tang album? (laughs) (laughs) Some good stuff I want to hear because I want to hear it. That's what, like I was saying though, man, you know, I mean, I quote unquote take credit for the idea or whatever, but you know. I I would just wanted like you guys. I always seen your guys' conversation in the Slack, so I was like, man, y'all just talk about it, put it out there. I'll listen to it for forty five minutes, hour and a half, you know. Because there's some, I mean, I, I read everything. Everybody knows that, you know. So if there's, like, some things that should be aware of, shouldn't be aware of, you know. But you guys speculate, do the whole market thing. And to me, it's interesting as hell. Well, that's good. We aim to please. And I'm going to tell you what, man. You could talk to Justin all damn day. And Jim. Them guys, mm-hmm. you talk to them, you ask them one question, you sit there for an hour, and you're like, I gotta, I gotta put three more hours of work in because I'm stealing money at work. Because when they, when they get in and you ask them just a little question, like, okay, so I think the last podcast I was talking about, you know, my holy grail was sort of like my, my, my short range target was that divinity one in 40. Right, right. <laughs> Justin was on it, like, boom, here you go. Here's a bid. <laughs> go after it. And I'm like, damn, dude, I'm trying to get the, the XO1 and 500, and I'm trying to do this. No, he's like, go after it. Yeah. You know, so it's like a like you know a two-hour conversation right there, and he's so analytical. Him and Jim are like, so they're like computer and engineer guys. You know, you're, 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 you know, you're a computer guy, too, so they go crazy it's like ah oh, man you, you're killing me guys you're killing but you, you're so engrossed in it because you have a passion for it it's like all right man i'm in it i'm in it i'm in it that's like um justin and i've been talking for a while and then um we all met up at kansas city at plant comic-con last year <laughs> and uh you know it's like first time i know this is sounds like an e-harmony commercial but it's not like you know we saw each other and then you know we just like hit it off like we've been friends since we were six you right. know and then we all did our thing at the con and then um we texted each other and like hey we're eating supper here so we ate supper there and then next thing you know we're at the 
hotel bar where all the celebrities were and Justin like all these big name celebrities are coming in and me and Justin's like I don't remember what Justin was drinking but uh I had some white Russians about 12 of them <laughs> and we were like talking about everything like um um doing a collecting podcast you know because at that time I was only doing the wrestling podcast oh, okay the one that's defunct now uh, it's back right sort of yeah 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 well it's rebooted let's put it that way <laughs> because because on on the initial one we talked like um the front part was wrestling and then the back part was other nerd type news like comics and mm-hmm. what what books we liked that week or whatever mm-hmm. and then that got nixed really quick and then we rebooted it and then, you know, here we are a year later, and you guys are doing the collecting one, the top secret projects in works. <laughs> so, you know. Everyone wants to know about this top secret project, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll just let that. Secret weapons, baby. Yeah, yeah. We'll let that secret weapons work as shit, right? Yeah. Marinating. Marinating. Let, that, uh, let that, uh, that chicken breast sit in that. Uh, that freezer bag with that Italian dressing overnight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> let that let that marinate in there. Get that tender that tender meat, right? <laughs> overnight, hell, it's been more like a year hey, almost. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, it's it's great. You know, when you say that, um, shit. I don't, like I said before, I don't even know how I got in the mix here, but it's 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 really good to. Uh, you know, sit there with two other guys that, that have a passion for collecting Valiant. And then, you know, I think we draw, no, I don't think, but we do draw for guys like you and the rest of the guys in the, in the Slack and other podcasts to try to put everything together because without, without what really be for, for me, without Slack, you know, I wouldn't even be in this position. So to even, kind of chime in and, and put my two cents in here. It's like great. So without being mushy or we're not, um, no, yeah, yeah totally you, you know what I'm saying? So, um, like Slack's always been like the safe haven too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like on the Facebook groups, you know, you get butt hurt people and whining about this or how come somebody's not writing that, you know, and the whole thing or just bitch to bitch or you're voicing their opinion or whatever. And you know, like on our Slack, you know, I give Garrett hell all the time, right. or I give you hell right. all the time. You know what I mean? And it's just in fun. I mean, you know, we can have civil debate and conversation about it, but at the end of the day, we're all cool with each other. Yeah, especially, and that's how it's supposed to be. Especially, yeah, especially like Paul too. You know, damn, Paul, Paul yeah. can, Paul can give you, he, he can give you the shit, right? If you, if you, yeah. if you got a tender, tender heart, he'll break your yeah. ass down real quick. <laughs> if you don't yeah. know where he's coming from, he'll make you. Yeah. You got a weak heart. He'll you be like, oh fuck you, Paul. You know that's bullshit. <laughs> why you why you say that by about the, my mama? By the, you know. <laughs> by the by the end, you're in the fetal position. Right, right, right. right. You know, Paul. Like Paul's like that's what that's Paul. You know, you just gotta know how he is. You gotta kind of give him some crap, just like he gives you crap. Yeah. But I tell I would tell everybody this: if this ever gets posted, I don't know if this gets posted. If it ever gets posted, Paul is a loyal dude. He is a very, very loyal dude. So if you need something or if you're in a in a crunch or something like that, 
he looks after you. And he looked after me, uh, shit, well, yesterday. Somebody, uh, I won't even say his name, but somebody had a book they wanted to sell. Paul was like, hey, you want this book? I'm like, hell yeah. I want the book. He was like, this is the price. I'm like, okay, here you go, Paul. Boom, got the book. Uh, so, that's yeah. Awesome. That, that's, yeah, he's done that like the first couple of times. Like when he was selling his uh, VH1 mm-hmm. stuff. I bought a lot of it. Uh, um, I was planning on buying all of it, but there's a couple of things because um, I'm sure you've heard me say before, like um, one of my high school friends and I used to collect v- uh, VH1 stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we both got in at the same time. Um, and he got killed in a car accident our senior year. And his mom gave me his Valiant comics. Damn, right, right. So every book I get, I get two of, and I and I just keep his collection going for him. So that's like my ode to him Damn. kind of thing. Really? So you get two books, everything you get? Yeah, well, I get two A, B, or C books. I don't, you know, go get the 120s, 110s, two of them, you know. But, nice. But every Valiant book, I... I get, I get two of them. Oh man, wow, yeah, okay. But now that I brought this podcast down to <laughs> tears here, um, you said on the premiere episode of Collecting Valiant how you kind of got into collecting, mm-hmm. right? So was it just Valiant straight out the gate, or had you dabbled in comics before, or what? No, you know, like I said, there it was, it was more like. Uh, Sport cards, you know, baseball. Mm-hmm. As a kid, like a real young kid, I was. I think the first mm-hmm. thing I st- I got was the 1985 or 86 Topps traded box for Christmas. It had the okay. the Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonilla, Jose Canseco oh, traded yeah. all that traded set. That, you know, that's the ones with the uh, the black bar on yep. the top, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. So you, you, your baseball head, right? Oh. Oh, had, yeah. you know, had that set, and I was like, damn. And then I kind of knew then I was a collector slash investor kind of mentality at a young right. age, right? So mm-hmm. I tried to collect what I could from that point. And then when the, when the market crashed, there was actually a young kid in my neighborhood who had, like, older parents and he was like the younger kid. He was like, you need to get in these comic books. And he had Spawn, you know, he had this. And he had the like one of the only basketball hoops in our neighborhood. And I'm like 6'3". <laughs> so I'd play out on his basketball hoop, you know. And then he was like, you need to get hip to these comic books. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I got hip, you know. So I started down the image road. And more so probably Spider-Man was, was my main okay. deal. At the time, so I got like Spider-Man 300, and I think that's right, right? Spider-Man 300 was the Todd McFarlane book. Um, yep, yep, yep. So, and then, you know, going to the, the different, you know, I was at that time, I probably was maybe a senior in high school, freshman in college, so I was working, making money, and it was a comic shop, a shop right by my job. I used to sell like tennis shoes at a, at a, at a store, so. You know, they give you bonuses, and it was a huge tennis tennis shoe store, a huge, like really huge store in Columbus. So I, I would make pretty good bonuses. I'd go and buy comic books, and I got the comic book 
uh, shop owner was like, Valiant, you need to get hip to this Valiant. I'm like, all right, cool. I want Valiant. And my obsessive compulsive behavior was like, Valiant, 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 all day long. That's what I want. Even in the college to where for like six months, I wouldn't even pick up my pools, Ronnie. I wouldn't pick it up the pools and the, and the owner would call my mom like, look, dude, I got like maybe like four feet worth of books Hold here. <laughs> Don't call my mom, man. Right, right. So my mom was like, you got to do something, son. I was like, mom, I'm going to send you some money. Get these books. <laughs> so by the time, probably like my sophomore year, I just couldn't do it anymore. It was like my major was really rough. I was a bio major. And, uh, you know, I, I play as a fraternity or whatnot. I just couldn't do it anymore. So, um, but, you know, after all that happened, like like I said, like around the time Book of Death came out, you know, I was in, you know, after I got married or right before I got married, I went to, in my basement, I'm like, I got all these, I always kept my comic books with me. Always kept them with me. Right. Like, I always kept my long boxes. I had about maybe four or five long boxes. Kept them with me. And I looked at them, and I was like, man, I just got the bug for some reason. And Book of Death was out, and I just started collecting. And, and I've just been on the roller coaster with you guys ever since. So I'm riding on your guys' coattails, to be honest with you, <laughs> straight up. I'm just riding on your coattails and enjoying the ride. So that's that's a long story short. Well, cool. Yeah. 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 How about I mean? Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, how about you? Like, what, what's your, what's your story? Um. Well, like I said, um, I was kind of like a cape and cows type kid. Mm-hmm. Um, in the eighties, like my very first book, I was twelve, and I still have it actually, which is uh, Teen Titans, the Judas Contract number. I don't remember the number. Um, it's the first appearance of Deathstroke, mm-hmm. and I think it's going for like 70 bucks now or whatever, and my holy grail at, the t- at until like last year was to get it signed by Marv Wolfman mm-hmm. and George Perez, so I got it signed, but about, like you said, about junior or senior year, I was kind of getting burnt out on the whole capes and cows things, you know, they had the big... Death of Superman thing. Right. Nightfall. Nightfall, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, my buddy and I went into our local comic shop, which is actually a card shop, too. So you can talk about a pusher. You go in there and you get both of them, you know. You get cards and comics. Damn, those damn pushers, man. Don't think you're a pusher, right? That's that's, right. Don't fucking think you're a pusher. They're doing it for a reason. And, uh. He was like, hey, you need to try this Valiant stuff out. And I was like, what? Uh, I never even heard of this stuff, you know. Right. And he gave me Archer and Armstrong Zero. Oh, really? Or or he pointed it to, you know, that was on the on the, on the the shelf there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, the cover looked cool. Yeah. And I was, I mean, it wasn't like exochrome cover cool, but, you know, it stood out. And so, you know, um, I lived four blocks away from that. So being addicted and um, obsessed as as I am now, right. just think back when I'm eight, 16, 17, you know, and I'm only like five blocks away. So we get, I got home and I read it and I was like, I'm going up there and buying everything. So I went up there and I bought Shadow Man number one and 
I think it was Harbinger number six, I think, at that time. Right. Seven, somewhere around there. Right. And so, and then, like I said, um, he got into his accident. And so it was kind of like my my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I kind of went to uh, college for baseball. So it was like one of those things where, you know, you're a jock and secret nerd and you don't want anybody to know. So, but I still, I still got some things like Spider-Man I kept up with. And then, um, 2012, I saw EXO back on the stands and I was like, what the hell? And then everything after that. And then on Facebook, I saw, um, the fans group and then they talking about vcp and everything and i was like vcp is that like icp (laughs) (laughs) so then i started listening because i'd never heard a podcast i never listened to a podcast uh you know i I knew my kids were listening to like youtube channels and whatever but i was like what's a podcast you know Mm -hmm. and so then i listened to martin and paul and it took like six seven episodes and i think one of the episodes they said that everybody's questioning about how to podcast or how to start podcasting. Or right, whatever. right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Facebook message. Because, you, <laughs> you know, I had ideas about, you know, a podcast that I wanted to do that I thought would be fun. And then now look at me, I'm doing four. <laughs> You're so, a machine, dude. You're yeah. a machine. But the Valiant stuff is... Out of everything I read, like, Valiant's the the most consistent stuff to me, I think. Like, um, it's constantly good. Now, some duds are duds, yeah. right? right? But they're not, like, total blown-out duds. Like, why in the hell did I read that type of dud? You know, uh, you know, I don't, just give you some perspective, I don't read a lot of, uh, Marvel or DC, and I, I but I listen right. to your podcast. Like I listen to Rebirthically, I listen to Ultimate Marvel podcast, and you can tell sometimes you guys are like, nah, this this just just this book. I just I'm not even going to read it anymore. You know, I'm just not going to read. Yeah. And for to be and not the two Valiant's horn, you know, but you know, because because Valiant only puts out so many books, so they have less chances to miss to miss but right um right you know it's more consistent like you said so the, the other companies are putting out a lot of books and they miss a lot to where you can get some of those negative feedbacks uh right but valiant valiant doesn't and, and that's a testament to valiant you know the, you know dinesh always talks about you know it, you know time's too short to put out shitty comics you know right. and just do what i do but you know you're not you you can see it two ways, like where you're only putting out so many books. If you put out, you know, thirty books a month, you're gonna put out shitty comics. But you can also say, well, they're investing their time in putting out great comics. Period. So they rather put out right. five great comics than put out thirty shitty, to, to where five out of thirty are shitty. So, right. but and that's like, that's the thing is like they're so small that you know they don't want to put all their eggs in one basket and then go to the wayside right. if if you know and like um i saw a debate the other day is like well garrett always gives me a hard time because um 
I, I personally don't like JDF, mm -hmm. but that's just me because I've had bad experiences with him at a con, you know, or whatever. Right. Plus, I wasn't a huge Power Ranger kid because I was older than the Power Ranger stuff. Right. But, like, you know, I know that there are tons of people that are. So that's cool, you know. If it, that gets the name out there, then so be it, you know. Yeah. I think I think they're missing the mark with the uh, what's her name, Sierra, the the Livewire yeah. character. Livewire. They oh, need yeah. to put. It, this is what I think Valiant's missing on. If you, I'm trying to close the door because my wife and her mother are like chatty, chatty, chatty right now. <laughs> so forgive me. But if yeah. you put that much stock into Faith, right, as a female character, and you, you get the positive response you're getting, why would not, why wouldn't you promote Livewire just as much as you're doing Jason David Frank, right? Yeah. Put them both out there and just grab both markets. So you're just putting this male hunky figure out there who has a following for from the Power Rangers, which is, which is, a1 marketing, I, I give it to you, right? But you have a female right. character out there, so you, you're, you're gaining this moment, momentum with Faith. Why wouldn't you gain momentum with Livewire? Because now you're tapping in not over, not only to the female market, but the African-American market or, you know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Tap into yeah, it. Exactly. Promote it all. Yeah. Promote it all. Yeah, because, like you said, if, and I think that's what... A lot of the turnoff, like, because there is no gray area with Faith, right? right? Either people are head over heels with her, or people are like, I'm sick of it being shoved down my throat type thing. Right, right, right. right? But if they would have put that much effort, I think, into, like, Livewire, or Bloodshot, or Ninjack, or anybody, like they did with Faith, I think we would have got the same response. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I, I think where you're coming from is why is Faith the only character, female character that we're being shoved down our throat? Because Valiant, yeah, Valiant yeah. has so many female characters. It's like if you're getting this positive response off of Faith, why don't you shove yeah. like, you know, you know, Dr. Mirage or, you know, these other characters, these female characters down their throat because if. If if that demographic wants that and and they're they're yeah. responding to faith, they're gonna respond to all of this. Throw it out yeah, there, right. promote it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And maybe maybe shoving down our throat isn't the right phrase, but you know, I mean, it's like there for a while we saw faith everywhere, right? And even over in crossover books, you know. Right. Right. But um, you know, it's. And like you said, give us a, a Valiant Femme Fatale book, right? That has all the girls. Yeah. And not that, and they're powerful women too. Right? And I think that's what the, right. the women readers want to know. Like they're not like TNA. You know, right. they're they're powerful women. And the thing about Faith is easy. Like Faith is, she's easy. She's like not threatening. She's like. I can do a little bit here. Um, I'm easy. Like, I'm middle of the road, you know. And, but they have these other characters who are, like, edgy. Like, you can you can throw yeah. some of these other characters. In. Roku, for oh, example. Exactly. 
Good point. Good point. Throw Roku in there. I mean, Roku's deep, man. Hey, you, you she's know, she's badass. Troubled past, and you know she's a badass. But then, like you said, and we've said before, right here is like Livewire. Mm-hmm. Livewire's the all-around girl. Mm-hmm. Right? She's smart. She's beautiful. She's got cool powers. You know? Roku was nasty, though. Roku, she's, mm-hmm. like you said, she's sexy. She got that red hair. Come on now. Yeah. Like, just as a man, like as a male reader, mm-hmm. let's just be honest. You see Roku, you see that fine red hair. He's like, ah, dog, what's she going to do? Mm-hmm. And she got that, that cat outfit, outfit on. It's like, what is she gonna do? And then you, when you, if you, if you're a true Valiant fan and you read her history through that whole Ninja series, you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna just look past her sexiness, you know, because she has this great backstory. What they, what's she gonna do to, what's she gonna do this episode? What is she gonna do, you know, this, this not episode, but this, you know, issue, this issue, right, yeah. right? So, bam, 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 boom. She's cold and calculated. Yes. Yeah, like James. She's like a female James Bond, pretty much, right? Yeah. yeah. And see, and I don't, I don't want them to turn her good. You know, I want her to keep that cold and edginess part. If the Book of Death type comes about, right? right? Because I want, I want that hard-nosed, edgy female villain. Oh. And I think she, and I think she fits that. But what is she gonna do, like? Uh, so, so the nail was in her back of her head, like in her, what is it, the cerebrum, her cerebellum, is that the back of the brain? Right. So, yeah. So her, the the nail was there, which is Master Dark. So she was controlled at some point by him, and then right. now she's kind of like on her own, kind of like what we see it with Bloodshot. Um, so, yeah. so they're like wandering they, the earth, right? They, Kung Fu style. Kung Fu style, right? It was, <laughs> whistling in the wind <laughs> like western style so they're on their own so they kind of have a whole new direction that they can go in and so what are, what are, what are they going to do I mean with her it's yeah. awesome because she can do whatever she can be MI6 she could be just I'm going to tackle XO she can do whatever she wants so Vaya has definitely had a lot of versatility with her this character at this point because she she's probably other than like the Geomancer and Exo and Bloodshot she's probably the more powerful character in the universe do you do you agree with that yeah I agree yeah. she's she's yeah. she's bad she's just bad yeah all the way around and see and, and I think they can go like the anti-hero with her because mm. I know, like, like Ninjax kind of like the anti-hero, but ultimately he's hero, yeah, right? Yeah. But her, she can be like anti-establishment because of her checkered past, of being mind controlled. Mm. You know, where she doesn't trust anybody to be on the team or anything. She could be that hard-nosed, I'll do what I want type chick. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you because you know Ninjax, he's like whoever, whoever's paying me the money. He's like a right, hired yeah. hand where she's like um, whatever suits me. So you can kind of see her mentality playing to the divinity role, right? And to say like if she, if her mentality messes with whatever what's happening in the divinity world, she's like I'm, I may be able to play in that world, or 
I agree with XO or, you know, she's just you can bounce her around anywhere and she fits and it plays well. Like I read it. Yeah. 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 yeah totally agree. Mm. <laughs> Is there anything that you're excited about in the, in 2017 that's gotten announced? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I think, uh, the massacre, you know, the, the, the thought that someone yeah. may die. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't, <sighs> I kind of think it's going to be a weak die. I don't think it's going to be a major die. I, it might be like sunlight on snow, or which can't happen, right? Uh, because that in Book of Death, he had he had kind of a role in that, right? Right, right. So it's got to be somebody. I don't think it's going to be a strong death. I don't think it's going to be something where people are like, oh, I think they're just going to drag it out and get us to buy books and the variants. <laughs> and I, I just right. don't think it... Because I think we were talking on Slack at some point to where we were like, kill Faith. Right. And we were like, yeah, kill Faith. But that doesn't... (laughs) No, no, not in the sense of kill Faith because we want her to go, but like kill Faith because it'll have an impact. But if you kill Faith, that's a bad business move for Valiant. Bad. Yeah, right. That was my devil's advocate part of it. Right. Right. Because, you know... That's the money cow right now yep. for them, mm-hmm. and you know if you kill him, yeah, killer, yeah, it, it's gonna shake the Valiant universe up, right? Mm-hmm. But there goes that cash cow. Yeah, and they're not gonna miss out on so, that cash cow. They wrote, they took a four a four issue mini and wrote it into an ongoing. Right. Uh, they're not gonna miss out on that. Trust and believe. They're gonna kill somebody else. But and I hope it's not, and like you said, I hope it's not like lame, like the new kid uh in Renegade, right? What's his name, Jay Tucker? Right, right. Because that'd be like the cheap way out, right? But so 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 is it the is it the is did you? I got this sense. I I I looked at something on Twitter. Is it a hard cat that that's a hard? That's what I. Yeah. See and. I saw that too. Is like, is it gonna be Grave Dog then? You know. That's weak though. That's not a kill. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. not a kill. It's like okay. Because the hard cats are like red shirts in Star Trek, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> They're coming off. It's like your baseball team. They're coming off the bench. Like, okay, I'm gonna throw my sophomores in here. Right. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. You know, we're we're up sixteen to one. I'm gonna throw my sophomores in here and see what they do. And if they get beamed, it's like. I love my kids. It's gonna hurt me that he got beaten in the head, but well, you know, does it hurt to gotta go somewhere? Right, right. Yeah, uh, maybe that's a bad example, but you know, you kill a hard cat. Okay, okay. Yeah. Which I mean, there might be some hardcore Valiant fans out there that would disagree with that, but I mean, like you said, I don't think it'll be Peter, or I don't think it'll be Peter because. We waited so long for him to come back. Yeah. And now he's back. Yeah. So what do you... And then... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying, then, like, in the prolonged future, you know, yeah. it's supposedly, supposedly already mapped out for Peter, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I, like you said, I think it'll be a weak kill, because I don't think it'll be a groundbreaking... Valiant universe shattering. Yeah, it's something to sell books. It's something to get yeah. the, 
get us value. The yeah, to get us guys riled up and ladies to buy books mm-hmm. and you know, blah blah. It's like any other kill, like super. Uh, it probably won't be on the level of Superman kill or Batman broke his back, but it's it's a kill, so it's gonna keep people intrigued. Um, yeah, agree. Yeah, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something about that. Um, yeah, I kept sidetracking. No, nah, you're fine. I don't know where I was going. Hell, it's the damn Christmas <laughs> sale getting to me. Something along, along the lines of the kill or not. But, the, you know, the story's going to progress. We we kind of know where it's going to go, or we do know where it's going to go. You know, we're going to get to Harvest right. War II. Um, oh, this is what I wanted to say. So what do you think about Solomon being just, like, plugged in? At first, I was like, how did he just come out the blue and get plugged in? And he has like this major role out the blue. So he had no ties from what we understand. And, and tell me if I'm wrong. No VHI tie-ins. You're right. Nothing right. from what we saw. And then boom. This is the guy. Major. Character. Major. Like major. Like Harada Pete. Major mm-hmm. level. And and what I found beautiful about it was how they wove him in. Like, it was a beautiful... Right. And it wasn't even, like, a slow weave. They were like, this is a guy. Boom. And they told you, he's going to have a major impact. But the way they wove him in at that point is like, okay, take the shock, digest it, you know, get over it, old school right. valiant guys, you 40-year-old suckers, <laughs> you know, and deal with it. And... But after that point, after you got over the shock, I was like, wow, this is cool. This is kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, I'll compare it to like uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody, when Ed Brubaker was writing that story, everybody was bitching about it. You can't bring Bucky back. He's dead. It's like he's one of the two people that you can't bring back from the dead, mm-hmm. right? Now, like, Solomon hasn't been dead. He just hasn't been there. But after a while, the story was so good that those fans that were bitching about it mm-hmm. didn't care anymore yeah. because it was a good story. Yeah. So to me, like, it kind of... I'm not a continuity stickler anyway. Oh, uh, right? okay. Like, where I, I, just, I just can't, like point out and be like oh well that's messed up mm-hmm. now if it was like a big screw up you know what I mean then it might bother me okay. but like for Solomon it was like okay yeah you retconned a little bit okay let's see how it goes and then you know like you said it was woven right in there and it fit into where they were going yeah. so yeah. yeah I I was totally fine with it and they played it almost like you know, this is a part of the story that was never told. Kind of like you were right. like almost like you looked at VH1 and VEI, only looking at the story through your right eye, and then mm-hmm. like your left eye was closed. And it's like if you open your left eye, you see this Solomon guy. You hear this whole backstory. I found that intriguing, and and I can see mm-hmm. where people are like, that's BS. No way. How are you just going to, like you said, recon this and just bring him in here? And that's BS. He has no history, no backstory. You know, like Livewire, you can at least say she had a backstory. You know, it's not the same character. 
You, you know, right. but she was she was a harbinger. This guy's just boom out the blue. Hmm. Yeah. Take it, deal with it, and he's gonna shake. He's gonna he's gonna shake up the universe for the next year and a half. Yeah, that's that's ballsy. I think that's the point I'm trying to make. That was ballsy from Valiant. That's a ballsy, ballsy right? Yeah. Ball. And, and Valiant has been so careful, you know, for them to take. I'm gonna just take this ballsy move. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I like it. And they've been doing that too. It seemed like, mm-hmm. right? Because I think Britannia was a ballsy move to a certain degree. Yeah. I mean, because it doesn't connect with anything that we see right or now. Savage, right? Or Savage, or Savage, right? Right. Mm. But, I mean, Britannia more so than Savage, I would say, because we saw, we got little Easter eggs of, like, uh, far you. away and whatever. Uh-huh. Yep, yeah. But, like, on, on Britannia, it was like, you could put image on that book, even, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And... Because it has a whole different total feel, different everything, with no Easter eggs. So, and, and Britannia is still, for me, I, I don't know where it's going to go. I, I, I haven't, you know, we haven't read Britannia two, so it's, it's right. you know, I think it's going to play out like Divinity, like it's a, it's a larger story that they're breaking up in parts. So Britannia, right. they're just teasing it. I don't know what the hell is going through. I mean, I, I speculate how the mystic side can go. Like, it may have some part to the dark side or, or the, I mean, the dead side or whatnot. Uh, or right. what, I mean. Which, I, which I, would, I would think it would, actually. It has to. You know what I mean? Because, like, Savage, Savage touched with the far away. Mm-hmm. But, and then Britannia oh. would be the one that... Oh, that makes sense. That's a that's a great point you're making. So you're saying Savage touched into like that Time Walker, Eternal yeah, on the far away, far away. Because yeah, if you remember, like when um, his mom was telling him that sometimes the water isn't what it always seems, mm-hmm. which is a far away thing. Mm-hmm. And then of course you know we had dinosaurs. Great, great. We love the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, and then the boon was there, so that way. And then he transformed into London, which is, you know, so. That leads me to think, like, Ninjak may have a role, right? If you get yeah. thrown into London, MI6, Ninjak. Oh, yeah. Because you, know? you got a feral boy that just landed um, in that park or Central Park. Uh, it's not Central Park, but kind of like their Grand Central State. Piccadilly. Piccadilly. Is that what it's called? Like, that area? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something's gonna happen. You know what I mean? And it's right outside Ninjak's backyard. So. Well, look at it like this. Ninjak was shunned by his parents, right? So he kind of has like this fuck you mentality. But now he can kind of redeem those feelings or that those lost feelings and try to raise this guy up, kind of like a Batman does to Robin. Right. You know, like I don't yeah. want you to grow up like I grew up. Let me let me teach you something, and you can just see the conflict the whole way because they both are mute. Well, they both love their parents at some point, and then they both got cut off to where right. it, it it harmed them like emotionally, and then you bring two emotionally scarred people together. That's like that's like a damn sitcom. That's like a reality yeah. show. 
To be honest with you. Don't forget, he he still had a brother, too. Oh, that's right. What didn't he? So, he could still be alive and out there, too. So, how's he play into it? I can see the brother being more um, involved or... How can I say it? His brother being more in tune to normal society, quote unquote, normal society, and not really meshing with, you know, AJ Savage. With, right, yeah. To where he would bond can, more with Ninjak than his brother. Yeah, right. And I can see like Savage's brother being more anti-social and anti-establishment style because you know for him, I don't. We don't know how old he was. He was older. Mm-hmm. But um, his parents left him, basically. You know, they just up and disappeared. So then, you know, he can have issues, those type of parent issues. So you think he'd be jealous then, when AJ comes back? Yeah. I think he'll be a bad guy, for sure. Damn. Damn. So then you think okay. that, that Savage, you think AJ and Ninjak would, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just totally Ninjacking it up. Like, I'm just automatically putting him in the mix. But yeah, but right. you're saying so. Let's take Ninja out. You could just see this brother like Cain and Abel type of. Yeah, exactly like Cain and Abel style. Mm. Don't worry, it's brother versus brother. Mm. Because AJ was there, right? Right. And he did, and he was raised by his mom. That's right. And then, and then you know, of course, he saw his dad die or whatever. As to where the other brother thinks that, you know, they left him or whatever, or they never came back. And for whatever reason, it could be—he could think that it's Savage's fault that they, they, they didn't come yeah, back because he doesn't know any history. You know, he just—he right, just, he just right, left to his right. own thought. And the key to, I think the key point, what you're saying is the mother. The mother, yeah. I think it has to bond between both think. of them. Like the mother kept them together. Like the dad fulfilled his like animalistic duty to his family right like i'm just gonna go in here like i'm a drunk and i'm a big soccer player but then at the end of the day i'm just gonna go in here and he got ripped up and he died but he brought back something for his wife the antibiotics for his wife to live right but it's the mom that i think made bond the aj and his brother Right, because the mother was a gangster to the end. Like, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, to the yeah. end. So she got popped in the yeah. head. Like, mm, you my mm. kid. I'm going to raise you. I'm going to protect you. Even in this world that I don't know, I'm going to protect right. you. So I think for a mother to have that that much of a maternal influence on, on AJ, she had to have that same influence on her, on the older brother. Well, the older brother wasn't there, though. But but be, he wasn't. But before that, though, you you think? Oh, before yeah, that, yeah, maybe. yeah, before that. But see, that's what I'm saying is like at that time away, mm-hmm. as to where um, a, um, Savage's mom showed him like compassion, or sometimes you got to be compassionate, and sometimes you got to be gangster, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. As to where the other brother didn't have that mom there at those key points in his life to show him the compassion part, right? But do you think so? Like, do you think she maybe showed that side of herself before they came to, oh, well, maybe. yeah, you know, to they, to they came to the far away to where he right. picked up on it, to where that may be the thing 
so just, I'm just picking up the story five right, or six right. arcs down the line to where that bonds the brothers in the end. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's either it's it's either going to be the bond um the fabric that bonds them together or the one that tears them yep, apart. Yep. Mhm. Their mother. Yeah. They they played their mother up so much in that story. They killed dad off quick. You know, they yeah. the dad was dad was the reason why they had the money, they were flying. But mom was always there. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. Mom's going to be the glue. Like, mom's got to be the glue. You know, even if, if if we see the story go that far. You know? Right, right. But going, Or we could be totally way off base, too, you know. Well, that's why I'm about to segue it to... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I don't write comics. I just talk about them. Shit, that's what, right. that's what we get paid no money for, right? To mm-hmm. sit in bathrooms and talk shit. <laughs> But I see, like, the Britannia, though. So we sit there and talk about that. Um, Britannia, in the other sense, like, we don't know where the hell that's going, to be honest with you. I mean, we're speculating it has something to do with um, the dead side. But for me, I don't know if you got some inside information that I don't have, but I don't don't have a damn clue. I don't know where the hell that's going. It's a great story. It makes you think. It made me think like crazy, and I and I'm just a guy where I just absorb it. I'm, you know, I wanted to connect. I, I, I'm like, you know, with Valiant, you're like, it all has to connect. How's it connect? Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm reading that story like shit. They're teasing us, just like Divinity One. It's a tease. So this right. is going to be a three part series. So don't get your panties in a bunch over part one because this is a three part right. series right here because it it doesn't make any damn sense. Like why why is why are they taking us here? I think the only thing they gave us was he's the first detective. That that means right. something. Other than that, I don't know what the hell they talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's like I read each issue like twice, looking for clues mm-hmm. of stuff to uh, connect to the now, mm-hmm. and I came up empty. Either that or I suck at clues because. I couldn't find nothing. Even when my beer goggles on, I couldn't figure it out. I know. Hey. It's like, damn, it's vodka and Red Bull. Can't cut it. It. Baby, baby, <laughs> give us the heavy stuff. <laughs> give us the, the moonshine. <laughs> I got to get my thicker hat on. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you're right. Like it has nothing. And and you can if and I can see if I wasn't a mainstream Valiant reader, I'd drop it. If that was the first book mm-hmm. I picked up, uh, I can't say that. For Valiant? Uh, I can't say if it's the first book. If I had picked up a few books of Valiant and then I picked up Britannia, I'd be like, I'm out. I don't know where this is leading me. You know, like if you picked right. up XO50, XO49, like if you came on that back end and then you pick up Britannia, I, 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 I would quit because it doesn't make any sense. But right. knowing how divinities rolled out and some of these other books you can say okay they're leading us somewhere and i'm going to be invested and i'm going to buy it all because it's it's going to tie in but a new reader it's it's a it's a gamble and and but on the other hand as a collector talking about collecting value Mm -hmm. that's my point anytime value brings out a new character with their own book and they're going to put out a one in 50 buy that s-h-i-t Buy it. Yeah. Buy it because Valiant does not put out a character with their own title. They're going to put out a 150 variant 
ratio variant for no reason. You know it's going to tie in. It may tie in a year from now, but it, flip it, it's going to tie in somewhere. Buy that stuff. Just buy it yeah. all day long. Buy two or three, five copies. CGC it, you know, because it's, it's going to, you, you see it with Divinity, you, you see it with some of the older Harbinger stuff. Buy that stuff all day long. That's that's my rant. That's my rant for tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap this up, we do have some questions for this podcast. Do we already? Yeah, yeah. Sparkman wants to know: Is being a boss player play a full time gig or a part time gig? Now, damn, that's a great question. Now, being a boss player player, well, when you put the boss in front of it, you're probably allocating thirty hours a week, right? Right. Now, being a player, player, street code is a part-time gig. So, right. I would say empirically, it's a full-time job. Being a boss, player, player, because you putting in work, you putting in work. Right. My, but I would challenge him on this, is saying, where are you getting the money to be a boss, player, player? Right. No, he's just asking a question. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, that's his follow-up question: Is are there benefits to being a boss player? Player? Yeah. Just just being a boss player, player or a play player player versus a boss player player. Nope. To being a boss player player, is there benefits? Okay. If you're that type, I'm gonna tell you a story. I used to work for after I was a drug rep. I worked for a bank. And their guy came in here, came into my bank downtown, Columbus, Ohio. And he obviously was probably, he missed his medication that day. And he did. And he was talking to me. And I was just, my jaw dropped. He was just talking to me about crazy stuff. And I called him a pimp. And he stopped me. He's like, no, I'm a player. (laughs) I'm like, okay, so it's the difference between a pimp and a player. You're educating me now. So a player is a guy that has many different girlfriends where a pimp is exploiting girlfriends, right? He's exploiting his, not even his girlfriends, he's exploiting his women to get profit. A player is a guy that's just like, hmm, let's just say Billy D. Williams back in the day, Coke 45, right? Now, right. now, if y'all don't know, I'm a brother. I grew up in that era, the 80s. You know, BET when BET was BET when it was real, <laughs> right? Right. Code 45, Billy D. Williams, man. All the women loved him. Billy D. could get any woman he wanted. He was a player. He wasn't a pimp. So, are there benefits to being a player? Uh, you can read between the lines and see what the benefits are. <laughs> right. That's, so that answers your question, Sparky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, leave it to Sparky to an- ask those questions too, right? So what is, is what podcast is this under? Is is this going to be Nerdy Legion? It's probably gonna. Yeah, it'll probably be a Nerdy Legion one. Just this is just straight after dark, right? Just brews and yeah, beers after, after dark. dark. Mm. Yeah. No, no, no filter, no, no editing. Just. I'll edit some of the things out. Yeah. Me and me and me and Ronnie. This is our first time podcasting, right? Together. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Is some cool stuff, man. I podcast with you any day. 
I was trying to get some of the Slack people in here so then we can just have a Slack podcast episode, but Justin's apparently watching Netflix and Dennis said that he he was uh he just saw it, so we're wrapping up. To me, play. To, see, only to play a play is out tonight, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hashtag Miller, Miller time, time, right? right. Christmas Eve, <laughs> <on> Miller time. <laughs> so we go to the bar downstairs, and I'm like, shit, y'all got still got Christmas Eve? Y'all got Great Lakes Christmas Eve? She's like, oh, yeah, we over-ordered during the Christmas season. We're trying to get rid of it. I was like, keep that flowing. Just keep it flowing. Yeah. Give me that ginger beer all night long. Yeah, man. So this is like going to be like a nerdy legion. Okay, that's good. That's what I figured. That way, you know, put you in the hot seat, ask you some tough questions. Damn. Okay, any more? Any more tough questions? C two E two. Like you, you kick my C2E2. ass. You kick my ass, right? You beat me up the other day, right? <laughs> beat you, you beat up. me up. Tell yeah. people about how you beat me up. I didn't beat you, you up. You beat me up, man. You said I had too many Long Island iced teas or Texas teas. I passed yeah. out, right? You left me in the yeah. street. I peed my pants. <laughs> you, you didn't. You you left a soldier down. You didn't pick me up. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for C2E2. It's going to be great. Yeah, we're going to have a blast, man. Uh, Justin's been talking about that like crazy. He was like, yeah, he said, he told me to watch out for the two of you when you go to the bar. It's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I told you, in the Kansas City, he had, man, I can't think of what he had because I bought him a couple rounds too, but she just came and asked, and I was like, I'll have this and that. Mm-hmm. And then, because the, I was drinking. I think I was drinking Blue Moon at first, and then she said that the White Russians went on special, and I was like, Psh, hand me those. That's what you showed the picture of us on last year, right? You was drinking the yeah. White Russians, and you said you was yeah. you was sophisticated or something. Yeah. Sophisticated <laughs> bitch, right, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, well, we're going we gonna to do, we're going to put it together this year. We're going we gonna to make this epic. Yeah, because it'll be me, you, Justin, Martin, Nick. Hey, man, my, 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 right? my iPad fell, man. Oh, you had a, had, had a boo-boo? Had a honey boo-boo. Oh. <laughs> honey boo-boo, it fell, man. You didn't crack that, right? No, I ain't cracked that. Crack I, put, I told you, I told you I put the uh, tiles down in the bathroom trying to cut down the echo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Soundproof that bitch. bitch. Hey, man, let me go, man, so I can talk to my wife, man. <laughs> All right. Man. You can find D at Collect and Valiant, right, on the new Collect and Valiant podcast? No, right? it's Collect Valiant. Collect. Oh, it's Collect. Yeah, collect Valiant. Valiant. Yeah, or collect, CollectingValiant at gmail.com. There you yeah, go. Yeah, where, where can we find you at? Um, I am Rombar316 on the Twitter machine mm-hmm. and probably on four different podcasts on <laughs> the Nerdy Legion. Just retweet his shit. So Just people, retweet that shit. <laughs> people get tired of hearing me, man. Nah. You, you the young blood. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Take me through my paces, man. Oh. Yeah. Don't wanna be a player. I don't wanna be a player no more. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I'm a player.